Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. It's time for the Round Table with Round Daddy. Hey, Round Daddy. The Round Table with Round Daddy. Me, James Strebel, Big Daddy. With your host, James Strebel. Hey, Round Daddy, James Strebel. Gotcha. On ESPN 680 and 105.7. Essentially, Streetle suggested, Dan, because you might wear a Kansas shirt on Saturday, yeah. that your BBN card, it's suspended. Really? Well, first of all, who made him king of, of BBN? I am a... Wait a second. He was <laughs> the one who jumped off the Kentucky bandwagon this year. Not old me. I didn't. He did. He's the one who ought to have his card suspended. When in Rome. When in Rome, buddy. When in Rome. Come on, Streetle. Oh, suspend my BBM card. What's wrong with that guy? Every time I hear the sweet old voice of Dan Issel, I miss him more and more. It's the Roundtable here on ESPN 680. Uh, Max Gobby with me in the studio. James Black as well. Thanks to Noble Funk, Spencer, and Victoria for coming in and dropping off some beers for us. And uh, as a reminder... Not only will they be at the Tailspin Elfest tomorrow, they also will be hosting another women's basketball watch party uh, with Dave Skull and Chrissy Banta. That'll start about 2 p.m. at Noble Funk on Sunday. So Sunday, if you want to go hang out, watch some UofL women's basketball, stay around for the postgame show with Chrissy and Dave. You can do that at Noble Funk. Try some of those great beers. Uh, this Mr. Americans, very good. Max got a little Pilsner, a little pre-prohibition pilsner so good stuff here and we appreciate them we also appreciate cox's evergreen liquors 27 area locations you can walk in drive through uh get the delivery even cox's louisville.com check them out there every wednesday buy three get one free cigars so if you missed that this wednesday you can check that out next wednesday they also will be at tailspin Elfest tomorrow uh with their cigar booth so if you want to have a nice cigar while you're enjoying your beers your sours your ipas your pilsers your stouts whatever you're drinking They'll have a cigar for you there as well. So I appreciate them. Cox'sLouisville.com. All right, Max Godby, James Strebel, uh, going to go, go ahead and roll around. You want to talk a little football, Max? Well, we need to talk about something since you took like the shortest break of all time. Now we got to make it all the way to five thirty. Oh yeah, we we, we can. We'll be fine. I was I was I. You go. Well, let's take a break. And I look. And I was like, it's only four <laughs> forty. What it are we is. gonna do? Yeah, I just like to read. After we like have a short like guest like that, just you know, just stop and reset and everything. But yeah, we'll carry on to five thirty. We'll 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 take a break about five twenty five and then uh, get to the mixtape uh, for the weekend. Okay, um, let's see here. Da, 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 da. All right, so I saw this, Max, and I I immediately thought of you. Uh, Uh, Ten SEC storylines that I wouldn't have believed this time last year. It was from Connor Connor O'Gara on Saturday at Saturday's Down South. Okay, and obviously some of the, the the most, you know, uh, easy ones here. Nick Saban's moved on. Didn't expect talking about that. Jaden Daniels looking as a top three selection in the NFL draft. Then you, you keep going down. Jimbo Fisher's on the list. And it says this. Liam Cohen went back to the NFL, and UK has yet another new offensive coordinator. Yes. Now, Connor O'Gara looks exactly like Liam Cohen. If you look at his picture down at the bottom of the article, he looks like He him. doesn't have a chin either. I think he has more of a chin than Liam Cohen has, to be, to be, to be fair to Connor. Now, let me look at this picture. Yes, has more of a pronounced chin than Liam Cohen, but he does look, he does look like Liam Cohen. So he says this about Cohen and the Kentucky situation. My doppelganger returned to Kentucky, and I expected that he'd stay in Lexington for multiple years before pursuing a Power 5 head coaching job. Instead, he was one and done before bouncing back to the NFL 
again. How much of that was because of Mark Stoops briefly looking like he was off to replace Fisher at A&M? That's debatable. What's not debatable is that for the fifth time in as many seasons, UK has a new offensive coordinator. If you had told me that was the case at this time last year, I would have assumed it was on the heels of a 10-win season that led to Cohen getting a head coaching opportunity Nope. And and that that's a point there that I, I hadn't thought of. Like what what if things had gone better? What 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 if Kentucky instead of going seven and, and six on the season, what if they would have won ten games? What if they would have maybe even won the Clemson game? What 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 if they would have had a better season? Would Liam Cohen still have been there? Because part of me, Max Part of me thinks that one of the reasons why Liam Cohen left was because it didn't work out the way he thought it would. And and maybe he was thinking, looking ahead, having some foresight saying, I don't know how this is going to work long term. I got to get out before it damages my brand and who I am even more. So it made me think of it coming from that aspect. Maybe if they would have done better, Liam Cohen would still be there or he could just be a job jumper and it wouldn't have mattered. But I, 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 I sincerely do think that I do think if that if this season would have gone more along the lines of what we thought it was going to be, Liam Cohen still is at Kentucky. Ass. No. I don't you don't think, think so. so? I don't think so. Because that okay. dude, I, I was there still a I need to get out of here? Maybe. But I think that dude just had an itch. Like mm. I I think I think he just had an itch to get back to the NFL and just wanted to set roots somewhere else. Yeah. It's we because again, he left after a ten win season. Yeah, that's he did, true. He did do that. Yeah, yeah. We have evidence of the of the contrary. Yeah. yeah. In, in, in the words of George W. Bush, "Fool me once, <laughs> shame, sh- shame on you. Fool me. You can't you can't get tricked again. Yeah, <laughs> you, you won't get, won't get, get fooled again. again. Yeah. You can't get fooled again. <laughs> I mean, how eloquent by the former president. Yes, <laughs> that's. But I mean, the, the, the dude, the dude showed his true colors. He he, he genuinely did. Yeah, it was just like it. You you could have won the national championship after all of it. He was still leaving. It wouldn't matter. You you, you could have lost zero. Uh, could have won one game, and he was still gone. Does it sit better with fans if he would have left after success? No. You think it still would? Have, I Again, agree. With you, by go, the way, it goes. It goes back to the whole setting roots thing. Yeah, I get it. I I I, I get it. I understand it one hundred percent. You need to go get that bread. That's why with like Bush Hamden, I haven't griped anything about that because I mean he hasn't made it sound like Lexington was like Valhalla of oh yeah of all places. Liam Cohen treated like this like the greatest place to ever be created by god yeah like, no that's a great point because bush hamden is like very upfront like he hasn't said it but this has been this has been really cool to be here <laughs> right it's a, this it's is a cool place this is 11 stop number 11 for bush exactly so, <laughs> so we, like the writing's on the wall with him i expect him you know if he if he's good i expect maybe to have this conversation again in another year or two exactly with him i, I expect, really do I, I expect to have this conversation next year do you really Legit do i yeah. don't think he stays around yeah, more than two. at the most, if this dude is around for year three, I'll be shocked. I, I, I'm with you on that. I I'll don't know be what, shocked. How many years? I mean, I know he's making. But no, we we ain't talking about Bush Hamden right now. We're talking about Liam Cohen. Yeah, let's talk about no chin a little bit. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's to to me. He he dug his own grave with Kentucky fans when he decided to be a politician. That's when he. That's when. Every, that's when he sealed his fate. What do you think of the stories that came out after of him calling um, people in the in, in, in Kentucky media and you know essentially chewing them out for even talking about him potentially going to Tampa Bay? I'm, I'm sure you've heard those stories. Yeah, and then going and then weeks after going and blocking the same guys that he called and called out and told not to talk about him going to Tampa when it was on NFL.com and the bottom line of Sports Center, Dude, it's just weak. Just weak. That's such a weak mentality. Did that surprise you, by the way, from him? Because it surprised me. I don't know. Because I, I mean, know people that have, have, have interacted with him personally. And take Anna, for instance. You know, Anna, Anna's friends with his wife. Yeah. 
Anna knows them. She when, when I was telling her some of the stuff that was going on, she was like, I can't believe it. She's like the the way that he he presents himself, the way they come off is not like this. And she she was legit shocked that it went down like that with him being so soft about it. Especially again, people act a certain way when adversity is not hitting. Hmm. When when things are going well, it, it's like it, if you talk to Trevino, Liam Cohen's the greatest dude ever because he talked to Liam Cohen at Costco in Lexington. Hmm. And when yeah. he, his first stint here, he was like, yeah, he just seems like a standout guy. That was the only thing I had to go off of Liam Cohen was what Trevino was like, yeah, I saw him in the hot dog line. Seemed cool. <laughs> <laughs> Seemed all right. That where you met him, the hot dog yeah. line. Hey, by the way, those hot dogs, Costco hot dogs, bangers. Bro, fantastic. So good. So good. You, they're still cheap. You know you could you could buy the Costco hot dogs like in the refrigerated section of Costco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fantastic. How dude. many packs of those hot dogs do you? There are in the Godby house. There's one right now. There's one I right know now. For sure. <laughs> yeah, like, I know for sure. Not like a good dude. No, put, put those suckers on a grill. Dude, oh yeah. You put those on a grill or open flame. Oh my gosh, they're fantastic. But there's crack in them. Yeah. <laughs> Pro- <laughs> Heroin. Probably. That F- Walter White F- baby blue. It's FDA certified. <laughs> like that means anything anymore. <laughs> He's FDA but, certified. <laughs> so for. Um, but again, it. It's with a lot. I mean, a lot of coaches are like that. They, it, it's it's shocking to me how many, when a bad story is out, that just go on the fringe of being so soft when it comes to people talking to uh, talking about them. Mm. It, to me, it's it's beyond shocking. There's there's coach there's coaches out there that won't say anything from the media perspective but they go behind closed doors through text messages and get mad at media people. Yeah. It's like I mean I mean no offense but what do you care what a journal thinks? Right. What, what do you care? Well, what they, do you do you're making a million dollars. They're griping over the food <laughs> that's in the press box. It's like you're not the same person. Why do you care? Yeah, you're making millions of dollars and they're making Just win. like tens of thousands of dollars maybe. Exactly. <laughs> if they're like, lucky. Why why do you care? Why do you care? Just go out. You control your destiny. Just go out there and win. Who cares if the media likes you? Yeah. I I, I, I agree with you on that. It, as long as you're respectful to them. They, they it's it's kind of like when the whole thing when Urban Meyer when everything started going in disarray about him and all the Florida media just out of nowhere just decided to just turn on him. Mm-hmm. It's like as long as you treat treat the media with respect, but it's like, dude, don't live and die based off of what they write about you or tweet about you or whatever. Exactly. It, 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 it is surprising that guys and well, I guess is it though because guys in that profession. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of torn on it because I look at a guy like John Calipari that makes $9 million and is is at the top of his profession. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. He's won national cha- championships. He's, you know, looked at as one of the best active coaches in the sport. And he still cares about what people say and write about him. And then a guy, you know, a guy like Mark Stoops, who you know is a football game. We know how <clears throat> how he is about Youngstown tough and and puts on that tough persona, but still gets bent out of shape when people tweet or say things about them online. You would think at some point they're so successful that they that they yeah that they just they they, they just let it roll off. All right, let's hit an ID. We'll continue the conversation here on the show. You're listening to Kentuckiana's ESPN 680, WHBE Newburgh and 105.7 WHBE FM Eminence Frankfurt. Yes, it's ESPN 680, 105.7. It's the roundtable here. Max Gobby, James Strebel, James Black. How do you get that ID in? Why, why do we even have to reset like that? I mean, I understand playing the ID. You should have just gone right back into conversation. This uh, is what happens when you take these like long, like these short breaks. That's what a radio professional does, Max. <laughs> they, they reset because people need to know what's going on. That's this, right. This is why you are not a journo. Oh, I would hate being a journalist. I what, no, no, you, no, no I, way. I, I, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I, I know James. Uh-oh. I know James knows exactly what I'm about to bring up. Did you just complain <laughs> like twice in the past three months about not being able to vote? On something, it yeah, was, it was uh, two awards. He's in the media, <laughs> yeah, 
It was, it was, it was, uh, oh, Herald Leader or something. Yeah, no, the Herald Leader, I was able to vote on Kentucky, uh, sports person or sports yeah, figure of the year. What was, was it on? It was, no, it was something. I was mad. No, you, yeah, you were right. mad. I was mad. Yeah. You were yeah. mad. And you're well, like, I want to sh- be, he goes, I could be a journalist. It's like, I no. pick and choose when <laughs> no, I, <you> can't. <laughs> I pick and choose when I present myself as a journalist. <laughs> right now, I'm choosing to present myself as an entertainer today. <laughs> <laughs> I might be a journalist tomorrow. I don't know. Is what, whatever my, whatever my whimsical fancy, wherever that takes me, uh, I'll, I'll decide to be one or the other. But you, you bring up a great point on, um, if you didn't listen during the ID, yes. during that long break of the ID, we were talking about the coaches with low self, like low, low self esteem. Yeah, yeah, low self esteem. And it, to, I don't know. I mean, to to me, it's baffling. It's baffling. And again, I'm not in that profession, but it's like if the people that I genuinely in my in my professional life and my personal life. Legit, the only opinions I care about is my boss from the radio perspective is yours and Diener's. Yeah. And it's like anyone else, it's like, all right, but what does Strebel and Diener have to say about it? Okay. Yeah, sure. That's the right way to do it. Exactly. Yeah. What does like, Ms. Barnard I, have to think about it? Exactly. Yeah. If, if, if that, at that point, the results show, whether it's downloads, whether it's wins, whatever it is, the results show. Yes. And so to me, it's. I don't know. I don't know why coaches. I know there's that pursuit of excellence. There's that strive for excellence. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's so much in the head coaching realm. Maybe this is this is just a maybe that you try to play so much politics mm-hmm. that when a bad story does come out and there's journalistic integrity that you've got to run a story. Yeah, and you're almost shocked that they have to run it. Yeah, so like if it's it's bad press, bad publicity, exactly. and you're like, why do you got to do It's almost like it's personal. <clears throat> like, why do you got to print that story? Exactly. Why, and Rick Pitino. I invite you out for drinks. Why would you do this to me? Yeah, exactly. I thought we were friendly. I thought I thought that we had a good relationship. Do you remember that time that we talked about like your personal life and your kids playing with my kids? Yeah. In the middle of uh, media day? I, th- I thought we had a connection. I thought we were friends. Why would you? No, there, there's a, a famous... A famous incident where Rick Pitino had multiple concussions happen in one season. And so C.L. Brown, who at the time was with Career Journal, he left for a while, now he's back. He wrote an article about how physical and tough Rick Pitino's practices are to where like guys had to wear like helmets during practice. And Rick Pitino called him out in a press conference, a, a like a, a live press conference that went over the radio. And he was like, why did you write that? You know, recruits read that and that scares off recruits. I mean, he threw CL Brown under the bus in front of everybody, just like you're talking about. Kind of like one of those things like, hey, what, what are you trying to do? Why are you trying to hurt me? And CL Brown's just kind of like, it's the story. Like you have all these players with concussion injuries. And I'm hearing that at your practices, they have to wear protective headgear. It, it, people want to know why your team, compared to other teams, have these concussion issues. So I'm presenting the facts to the people to let them decide what's going on. And it pissed Rick Pitino off big time. Well, yeah. That, and and I, I don't know what's the better approach. Is the better approach to just keep acting buddy-buddy? With that journalist and then behind closed doors, it's like, dude, why are you printing that story, bro? Like, what the heck? I thought we were buddies, right? Or do you just call it out in the middle of everyone during the uh, during the press conference? That's the danger. I, I don't know which one. It, it part of it is it is so weird that I am defending Patino so much this week. You are. I, I you did. need to become a, a Patino <laughs> apologist. Exactly. Yeah, it's uh, shocking. I'm shocked by it. I'm shocked. Damn you. I'm shocked. But it's it's like part of me gets that. It's kind of like when Saban when they run stories about. It's his. It's that infamous rant about uh, he wouldn't kick a guy off of the team, mm-hmm. and everyone was saying that he was being soft on him. Do, do you? Do yeah, you remember I remember that? this. Yeah. yeah, and he basically said, "What do you want me to do with them? Do you want me? Do you want him to go back out into the streets?" And basically was lecturing the media people. It's like you write all these stories. It's like, what do you want me to do with him? Yeah, like yeah. who? Who am I genuinely punishing if I do this? Yeah, that's a good. That's a player's coach too. That's, exactly. that's a guy that's sticking up for his, his guys. Like I, I, I respect that. Exactly, I do. And I, 
it, I don't know. It's the, you're so right. That is such a weird dynamic that I cannot wrap my head around because it. If it's not, if it's outside of the window of people that directly affect what I do, mm. I genuinely don't care. Yeah, I, I, I genuinely don't care. I, and I, I, I'm I'm very much like you. And maybe may, may I mean I've I've had I've had bad press written about me before it's like sure i mean you yeah absolutely so i'm sure that because i I refresh my memory because you you hadn't i don't know if you talked to i know you didn't say names or whatever but i know you've talked about before where like a media person was asking you very direct very kind of like personal questions yeah and you're just kind of like what's going on right now what what, what are you doing and it was after one of your your summer workout practices yeah. and you were kind of like tired we talking and you're just like what, what are you doing right now dude like why, why why are you asking me this question right now in this instance and then you had to go back and kind of be like hey look you know are we good whatever it was hot yeah it was, it was hot yeah it was, it was hot yeah i remember i remember uh, it has to be weird and look with you look at the two current basketball coaches look at kenny payne he instead of he did the exact opposite. So instead of going out and extending a hand to the press and the media around the town, he distanced himself from all of them. Like he he doesn't give interviews. You know how many times he's been on these radio airwaves? The, the well, especially in over ninety three nine, the flagship station of the University of Louisville. You know how many times he's gone on the radio over there? Two, zero. Oh, he's never given one interview. With, with with the university's flagship radio station, not once has he come on those airwaves and interviewed with Drew Diener or Mark Blankenbaker or Mark Ennis or Marcus Maben or anybody over there. He hasn't done it. So instead of like trying to be fr- and, and, and he wonders. And even, even Satterfield did interviews at 93.9. Yeah, Satterfield. Wow. Satterfield, no, Satterfield after brought, they crushed him, he still went on. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, yeah. After he's gotten crushed, he brought in bottles of Angel's Envy, signed bottles of Angel's Envy, gave them to the hosts. Not me, of course. He ain't going to give me bleep. But gave them to the hosts and was like, hey, you know, uh, thanks for all you do. Thanks for being supportive of, of the University of Louisville. And was able to go and do that. Kenny Payne doesn't, the only person he talks to, I'm, I'm convinced the other person he talks to is Rick Bozich. He talks to Paul Rogers and Bob Valvano after games because he has to. He talks to the press because after games because he has to. Anything that he doesn't have to do, he doesn't do it. He never has. Never has. Cal used to be very available. He used to be a guy that would talk multiple times a week. But as his teams have declined recently, he's pushed the media away. Yeah, It's a very, very volatile dance between coaches and the media and for Liam Cohen here's the here's the thing that really lets a bad taste in my mouth when it comes to that when he took that job the second time and you know this it was universally praised yes there was not one article radio spot tweet that went out when Liam Cohen was rehired of oh this might not work out, or oh, here we go. It was all home run. Let's go. Nailed it. Let's go. Liam Cohen's. I'm back. glad I never said that. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I'll be. I'll be. I'll be I'm glad honest. I never said. Quote. My name is Max Godby, and I approve the Liam Cohen. <laughs> <laughs> I approve the. My name is. I approve of this Liam Cohen hire. Max goes and deletes some tweets like <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No. But that's serious. Like, so serious. You're it right. Was, it's like he. So for him lashing out the way he lashed out on the way to Tampa confused the hell to me. So I was like, dude, nobody was mean to you. Everybody was nice to you. Everybody gave you the benefit of the doubt. And even and, and when the offense wasn't working, they didn't blame Cohen. They blamed Stoops. Stoops took the brunt of the Stoops blame. Not Cohen. And Leary. And Leary. Yes, it wasn't Liam Cohen. It was Stoops, Leary, it, Barry Brown, Dane Key. The offensive the, line. The offensive line is like everybody but, but Liam Cohen. Cohen got blamed for it. He never got so for him to call people in I almost said the B word. Yeah. And chew them Just out. Whine. And whine and block people. That's as soft as baby crap. I mean, that's a, that, the more I think about it, the more upset I get. I, I'm starting to get upset now, also. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not I trying to bring the show down. Yeah, I mean, don't, 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 yes. no one, no hey, one criticized up? it. Dude, week four of two years ago, when it was Scangarello. Yeah. People were calling for Scangarello's head. It was like, it's this dude's fault. He sucks. He's awful. <laughs> How in the world did we go from Liam Cohen to this? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. 
And then literally the exact same thing happens the following year. They go, what happened with Devin Larry? Yeah, Mark Stoops is meddling this again. offensive line's garbage. <laughs> Dainty catch a pass. I miss Chris Rodriguez. It's like, the, you're right. The dude had layers upon layers of buffer and shielding from protection. the protection. Yes. Protection. Protection. He was protected. Unreal. Yeah, and 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 he and he had the he had the nerve to lash out, not because he was fired, not because he was run out of town. And it wasn't. No bre- one's running him out of town. It wasn't breaking news from. Kentucky, uh, Kentucky media. No, it was the NFL. Yeah, it was the NFL, the NFL Sports Center. The story. Yeah, ESPN. Liam Cohen is currently interviewing for the Tampa Bay job. Hey, look what the NFL tweeted out. Why would you do this to me, Nick Rouse? Why are you doing this to me? I thought we were friends, and, and Rouse is like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, I, I didn't do anything. You're the one interviewing. I'm just saying you're interviewing, and everyone knows what you're doing. It was it was such a bizarre situation. All right, now. Um, there's some changes coming to college football. I don't know if it'll be next year or not. They're, they're still talking about it. I think it's 2025. 2025. Okay, so so not this season, but the, the following season. Correct. You have, this is pretty cool. Uh, they're adding helmet mics, sideline, uh, like 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 data, uh, like data tablets. The Microsoft like, Outlook. I'm 100 pass. years old. I said data tablets. <laughs> data, data tablets. Funny. I think my dad says data tablets. But tablets, the Microsoft tablets. And then uh, they're doing a two-minute warning as well so what what so so i think you like two of those things the third one you rolled your eyes at so with these changes coming what did you like what do you not like about them well we we all see what's going on right nfl junior yeah yeah that's all this is yeah (laughs) yeah that is all this is dude it's dude it's weird this this is wild this is wild i never thought i never thought i would be anti-college football playoff I never thought in all this I would start getting to the anti-realm. But, dude, you talk about giving an inch and taking a whole freaking mile in all of this. Yeah. Of, like, well, we've got to have four teams. We've got to be able to have four teams. Because, you know, the the computer system can be the, – the data can be wrong sometimes yeah. on how to pick. Because it picked two SEC teams one time. Yes. And I fell for it. Dude, I fell, I fell for that hard. Oh, we all did. I did as and, well. We went for four teams. All of a sudden, four teams wasn't good enough. And all, so we were like, well, maybe we do need six. Six was like, yes, yeah, six seems fair. We need 12. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. What? what? Where'd this come in? We, we, need, we yeah. need 12? We're going to do conference realignments also. What? It's going to be the SEC versus Big Ten. Well, hold up now. Hold up. Hold up. You're right. 12's not good enough. We're going to do 14. You like the NFL? We're going to go NFL rules. Wait. What what do we do? You're right. It what is, do we do? It is it's it's expanding faster than I thought it would. Bro, right now it's like the players have to play 18 games. Yeah, dude. Like, good thing they're finally getting money. And there you go. Yeah, that's it. That, that that's the, it. The, 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 well, they're getting money, but they can play more games now. Exactly. They're getting nil. They get hurt or whatever. Then the university take care of them. They got money to pay for care on their own. And, and you're going to you, get that insurance policy. Yeah, you get the you're insurance gonna, policy. You're you'll insurance be fine. Policy. Yeah, pay. this is what this is what you get paid to do. Suck it up. Yeah, go out there and do it. You'll be fine. What, you think you're here for? You think you're here for the education? You're here for the school. Ma- the mask is fully coming off on this now. What do you think about to say on this topic? What do you think about the SEC and the Big Ten pushing for mandatory buys for both of those conferences? I mean, they're they're saying they're they're they're, they're just yeah. saying like, okay, if we're going to do this, we get buys. No one else. SEC, Big Ten, we get buys. Josh Patton made a really good point on this, where it was this is a move. To where the SEC and the Big Ten could say we tried, yeah. To where they can go off and do their own thing, yeah. That that's all that that's, is. You know what? It's a power. It's a power move. That's they, all that is. They're swinging their 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 weight around. They are making sure that everybody knows, including the 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 the, the conference commissioner. I mean, the conference commissioners. I'm not talking about the the Sankey and, and Big Ten commissioner. I'm talking about everyone else on the Big yeah. Twelve. They're making sure that they all know. We're in charge now. Yes, we're in charge. And you, you, you will have if you if you think the Big Twelve is safe, if you think the ACC is safe, you don't think that we can change this with the flip of a coin, the drop of a hat. You got this wrong. They are driving all of this. It is the, the days of the days of conferences being on like a quote 
you know, they never were, but the, the barrage of being on an even playing field, those are done. Those are absolutely done. The oh, yeah. Big Ten, the SEC are, are are showing everybody they're in charge now. It's them, not the NCAA. Those two conferences, exactly, dude. This it's so wild right now. I mean, it is it is genuinely wild to see how quick all of this turned. I never thought when we went to college football playoff. Again, it was an it was a naive me during those times. We all were just excited like playoff. Exactly. This is so cool. This is neat. More football playoff. Oh, the, the drama, the the cutthroat mentality. Oh yeah, bring it on. Let's go. Now every game matters. Yes, every game matters now, Max. Until it didn't. <laughs> right now, every game's gonna matter. Until it doesn't. Yeah. The, to me, I never believed the hype. I never believed the hype when people said college football the way it is right now is not sustainable that it will burn out i was like yeah. it's too big to fail it, it is it's too big to fail that the nfl but whatever college football used to be i think can fail it could still go on it will still be doing what it's doing but dude the 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 prestige the tradition i mean dude this, this is a scary place at this game i can't i can't get over like i i um I, I was going through some old stuff um, the other day, and I had an article that my mother saved where it was talking about how Rivalry Week was starting, where mm-hmm. it was they were moving all the rivalry games to the last game of the week. Yeah. It was the first time they did that, 2014. And I was it, I, I had an excerpt in that article where um, the Herald Leader was talking to me about it when I was a player, and just how mind-boggling that it was it was uh, mind-boggling where it was it was always the first game of the year yeah it was always the first game of the year if you're at louisville it was three uh, it was three games in if you played in lexington i mean those are the rules yeah and to read that and be like that was the most impactful thing that was happening in college football at the time after a two years before was we were expanding the SEC to 14 teams. Yeah. And it was just so unheard of to where the game has gone now mm-hmm. is nuts. It's nuts. There's going to be 16 teams in the SEC. And let's not kid ourselves. Yeah. Clemson, Florida State, UNC, or Duke or NC State won. Those four are going to wind up being the SEC. One hundred percent. Yes, eventually that, that will happen. Or, or, yes. Louisville, or Louisville. Or Louisville. It, yeah. Four ACC teams are going to be in the SEC before all said and done. Yes. ACC is not going to be around because this is what these conferences are eating each other alive. It's going to come down to the Big Ten and the SEC, and they're both going to they're both going to get out of this, and they're going to go do their own thing. Mm-hmm. That's where all of this is leading that way they can get all the money exactly they get all the money they get all the tv those two conferences in themselves already probably carry probably 75 percent of the revenue as is yeah they probably carry 75 percent of it and if wherever the big 10 and the sec go what you think the espn is just going to hold up the integrity of college football and do all college football or are they going to go follow the two behemoths that are going and doing their own thing? Yeah, and, and not only that, but not just ESPN, CBS, Fox, you know, all, all the network. If you're if you're a fan of the ACC, and if the ACC is still around here in the next five years, whatever, like you're going to be relegated to just like the ACC network and like like ESPN two and ESPN News. I mean, that, that that's where this is heading. Yeah. It's heading to where, like, or the region's it, bank channel. Oh, exactly. Yes, 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 regional regional sports network. Like, because they're going to they're going to take and they're going to monopolize because there are going to be so many teams in both of these conferences. that say, well, we still it, it may just be SEC and Big Ten, but look at the variety of teams we have. We go coast to coast now. You don't have to worry about that. I mean, we if, you, if, you, if you're a fan of, of teams on the East Coast, we got that. Teams on the West Coast, we got that. The teams in the South, we've got that. Texas teams, we got all that covered in two conferences. And those are going to be the conference. I mean, it's just it's insane how. And again, Pac-12 is already done. The Big 12 is clinging on by adding teams like Cincinnati and Houston and and, and, and BYU. The ACC. 
added, I mean, SM, SMU, Stanford, and Cal. I mean, that, that that's not moving in the needle. None of those teams that I say that the Big 12 or the or the ACC added, they do not move the needle. Versus USC, UCLA for Big 10. Yes. Oregon, Washington for the Big 10. Texas and Oklahoma right. for the SEC. Yep. Yep. It's, dude, that's nuts. It's so, it's so nuts. The, 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 the game in just 10 years has gotten borderline unrecognizable. It, ha- it, it, it ha- And it's just going to get... So this is... Okay, uh, we talked about this. So Southeastern... This, speaking of the money. South, Southeastern Conference Commissioner Greg Sankey on Thursday. This was um, a couple weeks ago. This is February 8th, 2024. Announced revenue distribution of $741 million to the SEC's 14 universities for the 2022-2023 fiscal year, which ended August 31st, 2023. $741 million dispersed between their universities. Almost a billion dollars. And it's just going to get... Now, now, now you add Texas and Oklahoma to it? How much is that going to grow? They're dominating. They're taking over. This is this is a hostile takeover we're watching right now between the yeah. SEC and the Big Ten. It's a hostile takeover of college football, all in the name of fan experience. That's what it. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean, it, in any other way, this would just be a hostile takeover. This would be people would be um, uh, was what was it occupying Wall Street or occupying yeah. <laughs> Birmingham, Alabama over yeah. this? But because Occupy it's Birmingham, like, but but it's like man, I love football. Yeah, uh, we we love football. It's like, yeah, I guess this will be cool. I'd like to watch fourteen teams compete in the playoff. That'd yeah, be cool. That'd be a lot of fun. All right, let's get a couple of texts in here. Take a break so we get to the mixtape. Uh, here we read these here. Great conversation. Like I, I like I, I I thought we'd bounce around a little bit, but no, that was really good conversation. Texter, uh, once the SEC and Big Ten gobble up all the Power Five teams, they will change their name to the NFC and AFC. <laughs> Texter, <laughs> NCAA expansion to ninety six teams for the tournament. I'm sure Coach Cal is behind this. Has a hard time with sixty four. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Texter, UCLA doesn't move a single needle. Okay. You can say that all you want to, but uh, I mean they they do. It's they have a, this Los Angeles. You they, want the, they own you, the whole Los Angeles exactly, market now. Exactly, with both teams. Yeah, USC and UCLA. This uh, Los Angeles market is a huge market. So if you want to believe that, go ahead. It ain't true. Texter, don't forget FSU and Clemson. Oh yeah, they're 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 going to be moving. Uh, Texter, how many Costco hot dogs can Max eat at a time? At least six. I think six. I think I can eat six. Say we need to have a hot dog eating contest, and, and, and you need to be involved. Uh, text the majority of college football, for some reason, the press picked the national championship. Playoffs greater than non-football. Fat guy riders picking the champ. <laughs> Get that liver-ready big boy. See tomorrow, Samson. Absolutely. Tell Spin Elfin. Sorry, one more. I agree with Gooby on some of that, but the 12-team playoff is necessary. I mean... <sighs> It. I want to disagree, but I really can't because we just saw what happened with Florida State. And yeah. we saw what happened to Georgia. Yeah. I think you could have accomplished it with six, but once you get to 12, at that point, do games in the season count? Like, yeah. Do, do, do games during the season now mean anything? Where it's like, well, if I lose this game, if I lose this conference game, I'm ranked eighth. I probably won't fall past 12th, so I think I'm good. Yeah, exactly. Which I don't know. It, he, he makes a good point. 12 would have been, like, give us one year with the 12-team playoff until you went, okay, yeah, 14. Yeah, 14 now. Yeah. No, absolutely. I'm with you. All right, let's take a break. Uh, on the other end, we'll get to the mixtape here on ESPN 680-1057. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. 
Welcome back to the Roundtable with Round Daddy. Now here's Round Daddy, James Striebel. Oh yeah, I need a little mega death on a Friday. I like that very much. Here we go. It's the mixtape coming up here on ESPN 680 105.7. It's the Roundtable. James Striebel, James Black, got you for the next segment here. I want to remind you about our good friends over at 502 Hemp, 812 Hemp. Go check them out. The 502 Hemp location, Douglas Hills, uh, not too far from the Oxmoor Mall. Over in my neck of the woods, 812 Hemp off of uh, Lewis Clark Parkway in Clarksville, right down the road from, actually in the same complex as Kroger and Court Physical Therapy. Go check them out. D.D. Taylor has all the things you need. CBD, Delta 8, Delta 9, the vape, the gummies, cereal bars, brownies, everything you need. Go check them out. 812hemp.com, 502hemp.com. All right, so the mixtape, everything's out of context. It's funny. It's fun. It's the way we wrap up the week here on the roundtable at ESPN 680, uh, 105.7 Louisville. Let's go, James. Time now. Justin, all this from a slice of gabagool. Sofro, mixtape. Save that for the mixtape. The mix, the mix, the mix, the mixtape. Damn it! And behind the board, it's I'm James. All right, let's go. First sound. I got a serious question for you. This is okay. probably gonna make you angry. Am I allowed to like Reed Shepard? <laughs> I think we all like. Reed <laughs> I mean, that guy can play. He's oh my he's god! So you know. It's annoying as a Louisville fan, oh. but you do have to admit that he's really freaking good. And He looks like he's been in college basketball for 10 years. I mean, he's the poise of yeah. – he has a better poise than anyone in college basketball He's right got now. crazy athleticism, <laughs> and he does everything fundamentally correct. Did you and see the like, picture what? of him blocking the shot? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, is that oh, the Griff picture it. from? Uh, didn't it remind you a little bit of, of the Griff picture it that's did. on a poster? I mean, but Jeff had because his feet are flat, right? You know, like it's it, it's. I want to get the. I don't even. Know, was that from? It was from the UCLA game, right? <laughs> um, yeah, and he's. Yeah, I mean, Griff was. He's, up he's there. so freakishly far in the air there. with flat feet, the way that that very is very there. similar to the Griff thing. Very similar to the Griff thing. Very very. They they love him, James. They love Reed Shepard. I love it that they love it. Let's go. I really like Antonio Reeves. Heart of gold. Seems like a good guy. By the way, Heart nobody talks about it. Have we got a jerk on this team? We got a bunch of really nice young men. We got some guys that I really, really like. Edwards, nice guy. Nice guy. Bunch of nice kids. Smiles on their faces. I'm glad to see them happy. I'm glad to see him happy too, caller. You're damn right. What's the nice kids? Angels they are. Choir boys. Is social media having an impact <laughs> on sports? I mean, are these kids reading, well, this is a game you got in the bag. This is a game you got no shot. I mean, how do you explain How do you explain the, that Slick Rick two, oh! uh, a week ago Slick said Rick. none of his players could guard anybody, and then they hold Creighton yesterday, one of the best college basketball teams in the country, to 29 points in the first half. I just, it, it, it's not just Kentucky. Uh, all these teams have been wildly inconsistent. Tell them, Dan, that these kids watching social media, James. <laughs> you all right yes. up there? Uh, John, um, can you take a moment to talk about the journey, season-long journey for Justin Edwards? I love how D- Daryl Bird doesn't even like say, "Are you okay?" He just dives into to a question. Good for UK. Uh, I don't want to hear. Who are you? I don't want to hear about your problems anymore, Kentucky. Um, <laughs> you know, with your with your coach, you can't coach. He gets talent, and yeah, wh- I oh, saw the God. meme going. I, I think I retweeted it when I. Oh yeah, did you see that? <laughs> yeah, where it's like Mel, Mel, the <laughs> Mel Gibson and Bash of the Christ. <laughs> he's, he's obviously clean because he's directing, and it's like, oh, Kentucky fans talking about their woes, and then it's you know the guy portraying Jesus who's got thorns in his head and bleeding all the places, going Louisville fans when they hear this. Yeah, Jim Caviezel. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yes, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> yeah, we're listening intently to all of your problems. Yes, please. Bleeding. Yes, tell us about your problems. Yes, <laughs> exactly. tell me. Tell me you about have seven, seven draft picks. We have seven wins or whatever the hell it is. We have eight. <laughs> do we? Yeah. How do they ever get eight? It's How a miracle. It's eight? a miracle. I, I love. I do love blank. Your coach that can't coach you is just talent, and you, you're, none of your coaches can beat them. Zero. Zero. Congratulations to Kentucky. <laughs> yes. Congratulations to Kentucky. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Mike. Mark. During thank his you. two seasons as a University of Kentucky basketball player, Boosters handed him so much cash that he kept it in a shoebox under his bed at Wildcat Lodge. Oh, here we go. Got my attention there. Uh, he told his roommate Reggie Hansen, a player that the UK recruited at Chapman's insistence to take money anytime he needed because Chapman could always get more. 
How much more? In 1988, when word leaked that Chapman was considering leaving for the NBA after his sophomore season, UK coach Eddie Sutton summoned him to the basketball offices after the season ended. People around the program calculated how much money Chapman would make as an NBA rookie, and Sutton told him that he could make certain Chapman would cover the $700,000 pro salary if he played another year with the Wildcats. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. well, what? Well, that's just the start, but really it's more about his person, journey of personal demons. Right. And he, and he was orally committed to UofL, but balked that, to, yeah. after, it was, you know, a, a, after he was exposed to the full menu of Lexington temptations, money, women, horse racing, luxurious accommodation, and fast cars. Well, he's also told the story there was like there was something weird with his fast visit here cars. as well. <laughs> Kenny Payne encouraged him to go to Kentucky. But the Indianapolis no, but 500. there was something weird with like Denny and him's communication. Because I've heard I don't remember that. It I, might be I, in the memoir. I've heard him tell the story. Right. It might yeah. be in the memoir, but, I mean, this is, um, you know, the shoebox things should be familiar because recently Ashton Hagen's had that the, the money he phone come out of the shoebox we saw he in the video. The, I He'll mean, never drop. The, the, the shoebox, that's a tradition going back to Kentucky, is tale as old as time. Uh, he, James, he's obsessed. He's obsessed with that. I use medical marijuana uh, daily and uh, have a, an occasional Coors Light on ice once or twice a month. So um, I don't I don't govern myself by you know one day at a time. I consider myself clean. I don't ever oh. claim to be sober. I'm uh, I don't know if I'm the model or poster boy for recovery, but uh, I'll say that uh, I'm as functional as I've ever been. I can hear Bob. It's like breathing hard and grunting in the background. <laughs> but now looking back. And he so got just, totally exonerated so just kept him. He, yeah, well, that's You couldn't see that in the moment. I, I will forever yeah. say, looking back, you can say that. Living in the moment when it was like, not another one. And then it looks so bad at the start. We've got your playbook. we got all this. And, and I mean, I thought that was going to be one of the biggest stories of my lifetime. Yeah, and, yeah it, and it was for a couple of years, but now looking back, it's like it's a whole bunch of nothing. A whole bunch of nothing. And, you know, Kansas played it the right they way. They almost got some really cool stuff. They, they almost, almost did. Almost got some They didn't really But they do didn't it. really have and it. And they, they trapped the some of the ones way. they did, and the officers who were on it, you know, were burning through government money for drinking and gambling. Yeah, meanwhile, Ashton Hagens has a shoebox full of money. Why are we going back to Ashton Hagen? What do you have to do with any of this? Nothing. Because, because they didn't investigate them. <laughs> they didn't investigate them. They didn't investigate dude. Zion Williamson's living in a house, mm-hmm. a you know, multi-million dollar house. It's like, Nothing what? Nothing to see really? here. Nothing yeah. to see here. It's Nothing like, to see. The, 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 I think the places that it was happening the worst didn't get looked into. Yeah. But whatever. I, I wonder this. Like when, when, when Blank's in bed at night, sleeping next to his very kind and lovely wife who I've met multiple times, She's awesome, super nice person, and they're like it's three a.m. and he just, she just wakes up, money, money phone, money phone, money phone. Are you okay, Mark? Oh, I'm sorry, I had a nightmare. It's Ashton Higgins his money phone. Keep him coming, James. When was this fight in the UK locker room with this footage that came? I asked Strebel that, and he thinks it was from either last year or two years ago, but I don't know. And it's like crazy. It's ridiculous. And, like, guys are, like, not breaking it up. Guys are filming filming it. it Yeah. Like, it gets out, and you're like, okay. (laughs) Hey, I'm sure it's the fraternity's fault. Uh, Just when I thought we could have a discussion on it, there we go. go. Back to the greatest hits. Never mind. Drew. (laughs) Drew's defeated. (laughs) Actually, I was wrong earlier. I said that was the 21st game. Uh, Tonight will be the 22nd game because they had uh, the 22nd game in Louisville basketball history that were a 15-point underdog or more. This will be the 22nd time. 19 of 22 are under Kenny Payne. To have an 8-19 record. 8-16? 8-16. How'd we ever win 8? It's a miracle. Oh, Wow. Of course, we have a leap day during the KP tenure to force Cards fan to endure one extra day of terrible basketball. Oh, wow. I want to win. I want Louisville to be proud. I want them, I want us to be a good team. I want to prove people wrong. I want us to earn this respect. <laughs> I, want us, I want us to earn this respect, James. I want to win. <laughs> hey, what about Bosich? I, I think uh, Bosich might be on Kenny's payroll. Uh, you, you know, they're, they're like threatening that he could get t- uh, two of the top twenty recruits if he if he if he stays in the job. I love that article. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Dan, if you had a Monday morning moron, who would it be, do you think? Oh. Yeah, I, you know, I, it'd, be, it'd probably be Rick. Oh. <laughs> that would... I'm sure one. I'm sure one of those uh, prospects, although, uh, you know, the the, uh, the the names were withheld to protect the innocent, but uh, I'm sure one of those two is Carter Knox, and I wouldn't be so sure that Carter Knox is going to Louisville, Kenny Payne, or no. <laughs> wow, it's Issel Missile. Do you get that sense that maybe Purdue, Houston, oh you kind of kind of separated themselves? Or do you think this is as wide open of a year as last year was when, of course, it was two five seeds, a nine seed, and I believe a four seed that ended up in the Final Four? Well, I, I appreciate the question, but I'm not sure I've seen enough of those teams to, to really have an educated opinion. You, you, I, you know, I know you've... Uh, had uh, had some fun at Rick Bozich's expense today, but uh, <laughs> he's he's far more expert on the national scene, and he votes in the AP poll. So uh, you might want to ask him. But uh, um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a pass on that one. Damn, Sullivan, answer the question. What are you doing? I've done we do, we've done two field stormings in two years here. Uh, I broke my foot in one of them. Like you know, like <laughs> and, and I'm, on just your foot. The, I'm just the civilian, and I was staying back. What was the other one? Notre Dame. Wake Forest to Notre Dame. We stormed the field against Wake Forest. I didn't know that we were storming the field against Wake Forest. But they yes, did? They did. They That's did. embarrassing. Right. Well, they were top 10 at the I time. You know, they were top 10 at the time, and we had Satterfield win. Yeah. <laughs> that's all you need to know. We sto- How bad was Satterfield? We stormed the field against Wake Forest. Oh, that sounds bad. Yeah. <laughs> now, we'll give Clemson props uh, here, because when they meet at the Paul, they have, because they do this every game, they have a system to kind of shield their fans from uh, from the opposing team. Dan, I hope retirement's treating you well. Have you been to any Kansas games yet? Uh, not yet. <laughs> not yet. But my, you know, I still have a good supply of Kansas T-shirts. So when that when that runs, you know. when that runs, when that runs low, I'll, Lawrence, I'll, yeah. head, I'll head back to Lawrence. Yeah, <laughs> he just goes for the T-shirts. I love it. I love the, uh, him. St. Johnny's all erupted a little bit. It was uh, it was good. Oh, we gotta dump that. We gotta dump that. Sorry, sorry. I love it. It was so natural. It was so natural. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Hey, I didn't get back in until late like you. Sorry, guys. I'm putting in Chase, I assume out. you got that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I wouldn't do a dramatic reading on the text line because it's like you're, gonna step you're reading it about 75% and 25% is checking the next word to see if there is Mike and then a few letters later, Hunt on there as a name. <laughs> oh. <You know? laughs> or Buster, Ooh. several letters later, Cherry on there. Oh. You know, <laughs> so... Oh man! Oh Zach, welcome, uh, welcome to the text line. Uh huh. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It, hey, not- we knew you could say that he got his cherry. You yeah, know, he did uh, oh, he on did. the text line. He did. He did. Oh. Um, hot. I think it's the busted. Word. Busted. Yes. And, the, and there's two different text lines. The 93.9 text line is not as no. As it's not as vile and it's right. a it's the finest meats and cheeses text line. Almost. I think if Mark Ennis like moved over to the 680 text line, he'd be like, he'd go to a very, dark place. He'd very be very offended. He'd go to a dark place. He doesn't realize how good he has it. On yeah. The 93.9. Text yeah. Why they're is right it, about this. Not as much slime and filth. It's still. Andy Sweeney. It's Andy Sweeney and Strebel. Yeah. It's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Andy and like, <laughs> yeah, Andy you're not wrong. Uh, the world's worst people to text the next <laughs> one. <laughs> Over there. He, well, he found them. them. Yeah, he yeah. found them. I love that. I, I, lo- I love that I'm associated with that. Makes Texter, it, did yeah. you hear what uh, Jay Billis, Mike Greenberg, yeah, oh. Bust, Buster Cherry, and yeah, funny, funny. Oh, he got you, Zach. They got you. I've been there. More women are playing soccer elsewhere now, and it's yeah. it's yeah. catching up. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I I just think that they're so focused on the Taylor Swift concerts and you know uh, spitting on the young people of Louisville, the young little girls of Louisville, and oh. that they they've just lost their focus on how to play soccer. And it that's, was well, that's it was why. the Taylor Swift concert that she she bailed on us to go to, right? Alex Morgan, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know what? I kind of get it now. I kind of forgive her. Whatever. He 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 won't let that die either. I had a little chihuahua, um, but you know, I, I and I preface this in my little, little video that when I got the chihuahua, I, I did the math. I knew my kids would be out of my house in eight years, so I got a chihuahua at the pound who was a little bit older, who also would be out of my life in eight years. <laughs> my, it'll be gone in eight years. Damn, Katie, that's okay. Harsh. Bet 
Okay, bet. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I this is your total blind spot, by the way, for Blank and Vegas. This is this 10-year where we have totally different What were you doing uh, he was young. at this time? Oh, yeah. So yeah. you're, what, Now I regret asking. 86, I was four years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's four years old. Four years old. Yeah. But I read a lot of variety at four. I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. I don't believe yeah, that either. Right. He read the Bible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At four years old, Blake was reading the Bible in War and Peace. My toddler is now 17 months old. <laughs> Here's the deal, Drew. You're not old enough to be depressed like I get when I get go to these kinds of concerts. They're like Van Halen or these old groups. What, what did I just go to? Oh, I took my sister to uh, Queen in Chicago. Yeah, yeah like, that would be rough. It's just... It's just, it's just depressing looking around at all the gray hairs, watching gray hairs out there. Well, like it's, the, de- like it's the depressing drummer, that they're not like even... The drummer for Queen looks like a Santa Claus in a mall. It's just not good. <laughs> when I do my, um, there is an age where you become too old to go to a rock concert rant uh, like I've done here. When I do my rant in the newsroom, I make so many people mad. Like, they, they want to fight me. And it's... I'm like, I'm sorry, but I'm right. You're wrong. And and I want to stand next to you the next time you go to one of these. You tell me I'm wrong. Now, do you are you anti going at all to concerts at that age or going to pe- to concerts of bands from that era at this age? I'm anti being old, going to concerts of old people <laughs> where, like, Eddie Van Halen is dying and weighs 80 pounds. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm anti oh that. Damn, John Bowl! Wow. What do you say? But was you know, it's like the sophomore mixtape. Uh, you know, you know what I'm saying. Well, the thing is, is I don't listen to the Kenny Tang show now, and it's it's a it's a self preservation. It was a grind for me. I got about yeah. 40 minutes in, <laughs> and Paul's so good at it. To- Paul doesn't know. Paul asks some funny ass questions. I, I give Paul Rogers lots of credit. He keeps it entertaining. I agree with Drew. Anthony Michael Hall was so hot then, like, but he he's kind of really young. Man. Yeah, and he wasn't he wasn't playing like cool guys. But Anthony you, Michael Hall was so hot. You could be a young, strapping, healthy man and still suffer from erectile dysfunction. And so you have it up, or you want me to go with it? I did not have it up. Oh, so okay, so that's going on the mixtape. Yeah, definitely. And get it up. It's- Oh, poor it's Your appendages are just kind of like lackadaisically <laughs> flopping around. You, you know, I, I've been there. <laughs> yeah, they're not coming. They're just being dangled. Oh, got to beef up. <laughs> got to beef up. They just bring out beef. <laughs> so the dad did a little pop, pop. Oh, did he? I he think ran I mean, over there and pop, pop the pop. I don't know. I'll have to. I have to find did out. Did he but... sick a diggy? What? What? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> Justin. Yeah. <laughs> did, he, no, did he sink the, the boat that was going out there just, to take you, photos? You just, you just. <laughs> I, that's even for you. <laughs> even for you. Does it pop up on there too? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, I like that. I like that. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> no, actually, it was only like 18, yeah, 18 inches. inches. <laughs> there it goes. He goes the extra six inches. Ooh. I know Mark's story has. He sent me a picture of his. It just it doesn't need to get any bigger to me. It's a Mark story. Well, if you get beat off. <laughs> he grabbed it with two hands and jerked it out. Oh, no, Cal. Jack Mark Blankenbaker. Jack Mark Blankenbaker. <laughs> I'm jacked. Oh, we, we know. And so what happens is, Uh-oh. instead of letting it come, you're going to have bad days. You're going to have things that don't go right. Uh, but you got to be able to <laughs> let it rub off you. James, we're going to miss him. I'm telling you, we're going to miss him around here. <laughs> Cal's going to blow it. He <laughs> was coming. blowing them. <laughs> oh, crap. He's going all black. Yeah. I worry for her sanity. Okay. Like, why does she keep going down? <laughs> well, how'd they blow that? When he's putting that second unit in there in order to get ready for that last seven or eight minute stretch. And it just played out so perfectly. And then they were able to rot it. Damn right. Sit on my lap. Whoa. Sit on my lap. There are ladies on this team that have never been through the grind. Physicality. Where he gets to be dominant against you first. (laughs) He's going to torture you. And you better be ready to fight for every inch that's out there, or you're going to get demolished. Don't go, KP, stay. 
You just have to get them to stick in. <laughs> swell inside you, I Mark. understand what you're doing. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Let it swell. <laughs> I didn't think they were going to pull it out. Whoa. Whoa. Welcome to the big leagues, ladies. Whoa. You owe it to them to let them get off. <laughs> you owe it to them to let them get off. I love it. Let them, you know, get one off. <laughs> we pretty much ducked for cover as they came over our back. They backs. came over your back. Yeah. Um, there was was it one. a bunch of kids over your back or like just a couple? No, I, I, it was a lot. It wasn't like what you saw at Wake Forest the other day, but it was a considerable <laughs> number of people. You do have to have like five guys on the floor to finish it, but they managed to avoid that okay. Oh. <laughs> He's but unintentionally it's a, funny. <laughs> the hall, my my friend, it is absolutely a hall. I, I've done it. I've done it twice. How I mean, anybody you don't stop. does it with kids? Oh. I have no freaking idea. Alabama never stopped coming. Whoa! Alabama never stopped coming. <laughs> the whole state. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Blew up in all their... I mean, exploded in all their faces. You're in a small environment where you're surrounded with dookies. And you got to fight your way out. <laughs> the dookies surrounded with dookies. You're surrounded with dookies. <laughs> Justin, hijack oh. another show, all right? Whoa. We know the mixtape is, is the mixtape. Oh. Do not hijack Mark Blankenbaker. You were getting show. a little Perrin-esque with the distraction level here. Whoa. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I've got to text Justin back rather than listening to I wasn't texting too. Justin. I wasn't texting Justin. And I don't even know which Justin. Now we got two Justins now. Yes. We got four of we got We got Cinco. Cinco. <laughs> Cinco Puss. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's a good nickname. Sicko puss. You know what? That's how nicknames come organically. Yes. And if you know happen. this individual and you don't call him Sicko puss, puss, then we probably will never be friends. Probably not. Yeah. Probably yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. No, you yeah, have to harass yeah. him now, Sicko puss, for the rest of the yeah, afternoon. Yeah. Have I not met? Have I not met Sicko puss? Sicko puss, Justin. <laughs> wow. Okay. Guys with cats and guys with snakes. Whoa. Sicko puss, Justin. My mom asked my stepdad to marry him 40 years ago on leap day. Fofos, <laughs> I'm tipping. Who is that? Brain, I'm gripping Mike Jones. Mike Jones. Oh, Mike Jones. Oh, I, see, I, I get Paul Wall and Bubba Sparks mixed up. Come on, <laughs> They don't all look like three Like Paul's got like a good haircut. He's really? like got that salt and pepper now. Okay, yeah. okay. I liked Bubba Sparks. All right. Booty, 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 booty. <laughs> Rocket everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Miss New Booty. Yeah. I like that song. That was a good yeah, one. I you yeah. do. I like that one. Thank <laughs> you for that. Jam that out in the van? I used to. Yeah. Not in the van. No. And I was jamming it out when I was single. I don't I don't jam out this new booty anymore. Mm. I'd have known that that 18-inch barrier yeah. was going to cause such a fuck, uh, you know, for a ruckus. Whoa. I would have cut that thing oh, down. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, whatever. I don't Whoa. want to say it again. Well, you yeah, just yeah, did. Yeah. A yeah. fracas. You were trying to say fracas, fracas. and you just dropped an F-bomb yeah. just there. Oh, Chase, sorry. I don't know if you can grab that. I didn't yeah. need to. Yeah. yeah but uh, but no, if I, if I had known it was going to be F-us. that, I would have cut it off a long time ago. <laughs> you just said F-us. Yeah, what is this? What's the word happening? you were searching for was well, fracas. Yeah, yeah. And it, yeah. it did not come out that up. way. <laughs> <laughs> so that's two curses in uh, an hour yeah. and 15 minutes. I take the full responsibility for it being uh, Kenny Payne's fault. You don't have an Italian team, Nick? No, I have sex. Thanks. <laughs> That's a great comeback. Well, I mean, so far, so far has got kids. He does so have I mean. two kids, so he is two. <laughs> so so you know, that, that argument's kind of null and void there, Nick. <laughs> you know you know what the past tense of have is? Had. All right, it's the ESPN 680-1057 mixtape here on the roundtable. Great job, Justin. We got three more sounds before we get to the weekend. Let's go. Did you christen the Magic Kingdom? Oh, my God. <laughs> he's having. He's asking, did you have alone time? Yeah. No, I had my dad there with us. Uh, oh, he, so, had, he shared the same room? Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. That's a bad we, job we, by you. We were Disneying on a budget, baby. Time so, out. Yeah. Time no. out. We need, oh, a, we need a bonus hour to break this down. We really do bomb <laughs> in the room with Nick and Jeanette. We had my dad with us. <laughs> that, that was the worst. The Avatar ride I heard is really cool, and I really I wanted to. I think because I was too fat. 
I'm not, I'm not sure if I would be able to fit on it then. No, you would. I could. This before the lap band. Uh, it was, I was 350 plus at the time. Uh, you could fit on it just fine, Nick. But, uh, no, I had, I got, I got, they, they tried to fit me in the little, like, VR thing they had there because you had to, like, lay on something. Yeah. And they were like, oh, I'm sorry, sir, but you're, you're too large. Well, I mean, at least you would have been laying on something. <laughs> I didn't catch that yesterday. Good job, Vince. All right, last one. Everyone have a great weekend. See you out at the Tailspin L Fest tomorrow. It's the roundtable here on ESPN 680. 1057. We'll be back Monday. But I didn't feel like I got too, you know, uh, short, short-handed. I thought, you yeah. know, it, I definitely got, got my money's worth. I just didn't have sex with Jeanette at, 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 at Disney World. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling.